Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this recap episode of Flow Over Fear. And today I want to talk about the interview that I just had with Jeremy Weber. And Jeremy is a founding member, a founding uh, one of the founding founding partners of Brand Builders Group, uh, which is a company that helps to helps brands like myself and up to larger brands, including Amy Porterfield or Lewis Howes or Ed Milet, to really develop their brands. And, uh, and, and it's a great company and I'm not, I'm not saying that to sell it, but ultimately I am becoming the brand that I am because of what I'm learning from this group. And it's really, really powerful. And so in having Jeremy on, I, I, there are a few things that I wanted to touch on. Um, one, a, his, his really incredible story. He's got a great story about overcoming some incredible challenges in his life and, uh, and, and leaning into that theme that we always hear from some of the high achievers on this podcast, which is no matter what we face in our own personal lives that seems insurmountable or overwhelming, as long as we can, as long as we can latch onto a passion or a desire or, or, or belief so strong that it guides us forward, that we can push beyond it, that we can rise above our fear or even embrace it. We can achieve remarkable things and we can achieve an abundant life. And that's really what it's all about, right? It's, it's not about uh, the finish lines themselves. It's not about the money or the, or the, or the accolades or the significance or whatever it may be. It's just about having, living an abundant life with whatever that means to you. And, um, and in this conversation with Jeremy, the, the other part of that is, is that, um, is this idea that internally building this personal brand, building a, a, uh, each of us has a personal brand, but building that can help us to rise above fear, to gain more conviction. And that's one of the elements that I want to say is also an antidote to fear is, is finding that conviction. No, not getting arrested, not that kind of conviction, but, uh, more finding firm, uh, finding that, that firm belief, what where those, those firm beliefs that, that you have in yourself and in your ideas and in your dreams so much so that you're focused and that you move more toward flow. And Jeremy's story is, is remarkable, um, because he, he, he started out, you know, knowing pretty well what he wanted to get into. He wanted to get into the computer sciences, um, and uh, and took that knowledge into the uh, to the public sector into government work, where he uh, quickly cut his teeth by solving big problems, is what he said. And I think that that part of it helped him to to develop the skills that he would later take on to his to his next iteration of his life. And um, but while he was there in that government work, he was he was uh, leading thirty to forty people, learning some of the great le- uh, lessons of leadership learning that you can't motivate people with just money alone. And oftentimes money is a very, very short term motivator, but he learned to be a good listener. He learned that leadership is about pulling greatness out of others and not just, not just about uh, trying to force or project greatness on others. Uh, it's, it's about pulling that greatness out of it. And I love the way that he put that. 
Um, but during that time when he was in uh, working in that government uh, job and he was building um, what he would describe as, as geographic technology kind of things, uh, things that were way over my head. Um, but uh, he ended up having a cancer scare, a very, very significant cancer scare that uh, at the age of 24, so at a very, very young age, he was faced with his own mortality. And it was during that time that he, you know, he had to, he had to disrupt all of this, all of this desire, all of this passion, all of this um, driven nature that he had to focus on his health and focus on healing. And one thing that he said that was very, very powerful was that this is it, that the cancer was going to eat him alive. But his mindset, he said that, that it wasn't going to eat his mind. It wasn't going to, it wasn't going to deplete his spiritual focus. So his mental and spiritual focus remained resilient, even while his body was being eaten by this cancer. He went into chemotherapy. He did the, he, he did all of the stuff he had to do, went through the hair loss and, and the, uh, the dark times where, you know, facing, facing death. And ultimately he came out of it. Uh, but, and, and here's the interesting thing I want to, I want to reinforce here, folks. I mean, I've, I've never, thankfully I've never had cancer or anything like that. I've known people who have, and, and it's, it's a tragic thing. Um, and if you can, if the people, for the people who have gotten through it, including Jeremy, um, a lot of times they see it as a wake up call. Any of, any of these life threatening things, uh, Jeremy saw it as a wake-up call. Many people see those kind of life-threatening experiences as a, as a wake-up call. And um, that life is not guaranteed, as he said. Um, and he called it a purifying experience, which made me dig into it a little bit more because I wondered if it was an, actually a blessing in disguise, to which you know he described it as a blessing in disguise. Um, it, uh, it helped he and his wife become closer. It helped him to look outward. It helped him to have a more... Um, present mindset in terms of, of knowing that, that our, our, our lives are not guaranteed anymore. And ultimately it led him to venture out beyond that government work to find new opportunities in the private sector and build his own business. Um, he built the, he built this side hustle kind of thing while he was working in the government job. So he, he was building this baseline there. Um, but ultimately, what helped him to make the leap from that government job to the private sector was the idea that he didn't look, want to look forward. Having gone through this health scare, he did not want to look forward five years from now and then look back and say, what if, what if, um, and that, that's an interesting thing because when we're looking back and saying, what if we're looking back at something that we can't change. You know, think about that for a second. If you're looking back from your deathbed and you're thinking back, what if I did this? What if I spent more time with my family? What if I spent more time doing the things that I loved? What if I built that great thing that I was thinking of, but I didn't get around to because I was too busy or I was too this or too that, or I was too scared. Those are the what ifs we want to stay away from, but there are powerful what ifs too. And the powerful what ifs can come when we look forward into our lives. 
And um, I actually heard a former guest, uh, Chris Felton, say this at one of the events I heard him speaking at. But he said that if we look forward and we start to say uh, things in the future, what if? What if I can become a public speaker? What if I can build that thing I've always wanted to build? What if I can uh, do that race that I always thought of doing? Then it starts to get imprinted as, as possible for us. Then we start to move toward something. And as we've heard multiple times throughout these podcasts, we are more inclined to move toward abundance when we're actually moving toward something and not away from something painful, um, not running away from something, but moving toward something. So that, that was a bit of a digression, but I, I wanted to express that when I heard, when I heard Jeremy talk about looking back and saying, what if, you know, that was a driver for him to, uh, uh, to move forward. And so he did that and he, and he worked on that. Um, and he, and he built a successful business with his partners in, uh, in that private sector job. Um, and all of the while, while he was doing this, he was also, he was also unknowingly possibly building a personal brand. He was getting on stages and sharing about his passions, sharing about what he was, what he was building. And, and, uh, and so he was building this. Because as he says, and as brand builders tends to say, reach times results equals reputation. So he was building a reputation. And by building a reputation, he was building a personal brand. Again, we all have personal brands. Um, so he became well-known as a subject matter, matter expert and, uh, and was becoming excellent. And when, when he was doing that, he was building that reputation. But over time, another setback came his way. But it, uh, but this one also became a blessing in disguise by his own uh, by his own definition. He was kicked out of the company that he helped to build. He was the, his partners pushed a piece of paper across the across the desk to him and told him that they and told him that they were that he was no longer going to be a part of the company. And so again, he was uh, uh, it was a wake up call moment because he had no no income. He wasn't expecting it, but ultimately, what happened because. He wasn't bitter about it. It became an inflection point, and he found himself to be immediately happier, as if a weight had been lifted. And that's an important distinction is that he called it a blessing in disguise because he was forced to make a change in his life that he wouldn't have made on his own. How many times have you made a choice in your life uh, or have been forced into a choice in your life that was a blessing in disguise that at the time didn't look like it was a miracle, but over time? became something that was so powerful for you in your life, such a driver towards forward progress. And that you're and and that you look back and you say, gosh, I'm so glad that happened now because I'm the person I am today. Has that ever happened to you? I think there I think that that's that may have happened to all of us. We've all been put in situations where it seemed like at the time it wasn't a great thing. But looking back, as hard as it was at the time, it turned out to be a blessing. Because some of those decisions that were made for us, we might not have been strong enough to make on our own. Uh, and when Jeremy made that decision, or, or when that decision was made for Jeremy, rather, um, you know, it sent him on a new path. You know, about a year later, he started working with a group uh, that would soon develop brand builders. It included Rory and AJ Vaden, uh, my brand strategist, Kristen Hartnagel, and many others who were helping to build this new company that was going to change the world and revolutionize 
the uh, way that uh, we personally brand ourselves. Um, and it's a very, very, uh, it, it's an amazing company and, and you can check it out and you can actually get on a call and learn more about it for free at freebrandcall.com slash JW. And the JW stands for Jeremy Weber. Um, so that, you know, that's, uh, that's how, um, and, and that's how you can get that free call to learn more about it, learn if there's anything they can do for you, or at least gain an hour of value with, uh, with a, with a brand strategist. Um, you can also find Jeremy Weber at the Jeremy Weber on uh, Instagram or on the socials. That's where he's at. Uh, but, uh, uh, but over the last few years, he's been doing incredible work helping to build this company, Brand Builders, and, uh, um, and, and helping people to define what their brands are. And that's important work because, as I mentioned in, in the interview, uh, which was recorded earlier this week or which was dropped earlier this week, w- that when I joined Brand Builders, I thought that I was a triathlon coach. I mean, I was a triathlon coach. I was helping people to become triathlete, triathletes, and I was doing a damn good job at it. I was helping people who never done triathlons before to become triathletes. I, it was something that was that was filling me up. It was something that I enjoyed, something um, something that I liked. But I knew that there was something missing there. And what I found through those first few months of brand builders, through going through the brand DNA and learning more about my brand and turning the attention inward becoming more self-aware and, uh, and getting the advice of a coach and mentors and experts specifically on this branding part was that it was more than just a triathlon coach. I wasn't triathlon was just the thing. It was the vehicle to getting to exactly what, uh, uh what my payoff actually was. And the payoff was help helping people to embrace fear as a friend to get over this idea that fear has to be something that is always telling us that we're in danger and that we need to constantly be running from it or fighting it. Because when we're fighting fear, we're always fighting a losing battle. And when we are able to embrace fear, when we finally rise up, not just to face it, but embrace it, we're able to pursue things that are outside of our comfort zone. And that's where growth lives. That's where, that's where people start amazing companies. That's where people live an abundant life even when health scares happen. That's where people are able to rebound even when they're kicked out of the company they helped start. Embracing fear, rising above fear, helps people to become as a, the abundant people we know that they can be. You can become the abundant person you can be. And it first takes a little bit of self-awareness. It's, it first takes a little bit of self-discovery of understanding where and who you are and what you represent in the world. Belief in yourself, that's one of the places it starts. But it's also getting the help from a community of people, as we hear multiple, multiple, multiple times on this show. Getting the, getting, getting the support and help of a community of mentors will help to... Uh, help you to rise above fear and live your best life. Thank you for joining me today. I'm I'm really glad you did, and I hope you'll uh, check out Brand Builders. I check. I hope you'll do freebrandcall.com. And uh, until next time, thanks for joining me. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. 
I will be so grateful if you do. And I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then. Thank you.